Greetings, Commanders. This is Stephen Benedetti, one of the community managers on Elite Dangerous, and you're listening to Loose Screws Podcast. Why would you be anywhere else? Come on down and listen. It's an awesome show. Hey, guys. It is July 16th, 2020. <sighs> it's been a week. And we just lost hate, and he rejoined. And this is loose screws. <laughs> and uh, we're actually going to try to start the show correctly. <laughs> going to start the show correctly this week instead of looking at dogs pooping on the uh, uh, <laughs> chat because I couldn't freaking concentrate. Uh, anyway, so uh, anyway, this is loose screws. <laughs> I am your host, Ty Worsham, and with me are my. We're gonna start. We gotta get a name for us. For us, like we gotta get like the 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 quadro. Um, the quadro. <laughs> fucking chick. Um, back there's with a, the gifts again. There's there's now an Elmo. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, I'm I'm anyway. So, um, got our sound extraordinaire, Jane tracks i gotta get my head right this evening it's gonna be one of those shows <laughs> how's it going this evening bud <laughs> oh it's all right it's my fault we're running late but you know important life things are happening and who knows who knows when that ends so anyway we're here yeah also got our community manager chig how's it going there bud i am doing well i haven't been doing a whole lot of community managing because i've been working like 14 hour days i just try to sneak in some cqc here and there lately i have i just have not had time to play yeah i'll have to tell you about all my stuff that's been going on because it's been crazy but there's uh, uh also there's have our admiral. we know when you're on <laughs> <laughs> we also have our admiral with us admiral nl hate how's it going there boudreau oh man it's going great so I now work in an office where we have like five people with COVID. So they're all at home and we have three other people that are at home right now that are awaiting test results. So we normally have a team of like 16, but between one guy's dad dying, all these people being out with COVID and then normal diseases called strep throat, having people out, there's literally four people at the office. So I have been working my butt off and like everything else. It's, uh, it's been bit crazy busy. Oh, and I'm going to call next week to kind of top it all off. But uh, I like tonight was the first night I've gotten to log in to play the new patch. So it's been great. You know, good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. How, what, what all you been up to there, Traxy? Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't played since, since the patch went in either, um, until this moment. Um, but I've been kind of following a little bit, uh, between work and stuff. I, I got a bunch of diamonds sold right before the patch went live. So <laughs> anyway, I guess, I guess that was the right thing to do. Um, but that's, uh, that's the size of it. Yeah. Well, we know a chick. A lot of not much. Hey, do what? A whole lot of not much, sorry. Oh, you're fine. Um, oh, look at you, 95% champion, Chig. Now we know what you've been doing. 
Getting close. Uh, I've, been, I've been doing that, and and I don't know. It, it's it's been hit or miss people in there. Some nights there's a whole bunch of people, then other nights it's been kind of sparse. So I, I I don't know what's going on with it. What is the rank after champion? Hero. Hero. That's what. It, and then then it's elite, right? No. Then it's legend. Then it's elite. Oh Lord, yeah, you got a ways to go then. Right. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm about a quarter of the way there, a fifth of the way there. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a long haul to elite for CQC. I'm telling you, I'm telling you what we need to do is just get in. I mean, you match and we just trade kills all night. And yeah, just, I want to like, do it legit. <laughs> I guarantee you some of these people did that. Like they were just in groups of just basically trading kills with each other to kind of help each other rank up. So. Yeah, I, I'd rather just have you in there and just kill you a bunch of times. That would work for me. Ah, man, I don't, I don't want to school you tonight, <laughs> man. Don't make me school you. Oh, I'm, I'm barely <laughs> awake. I'd rather have uh, NL8 get on an actual PC and come do some CQC with me. Soon, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so how, how's um, how, there? How you been doing there, Hate? And we lost him. Gone. Is he gone? He's gone again. He's gone again. The phone. He's back. The phone. Real life's been running me over, and so has my uh, ISP. Oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, I, I get... Go ahead, man. Game relevant. I uh, I was trying to calculate how much the BGS has cost me in yeah. credits, because uh, later in the show, we're going to be talking about credits, and it has cost mm-hmm. me... A very pretty penny. I could have probably bought and put a lot of outfitting into a cutter with the money I've spent in the BGS. Is that like on donation missions and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Huh. Well, you should stop that, but you are the Admiral. So here's what you should do. You should start telling people that they need to do that. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's the anyway. fact that you've got that expensive fleet carrier to take care of now. That's that is why you're counting your pennies, right? That that is that is an asset. Uh, this week it'll probably plausibly, uh, if unless Dubs' numbers are wrong, for for regular people it's going to be hard to make money. If you're Dubs, money will just apparently flow into your pocket. <laughs> There's yeah, truth to that. Um. I mean, you know, it, it, it. Well, we'll get into the whole conversation about money and stuff here in a minute. We got a whole, we got a lot to cover there. Let's let's go over the let's go yeah. over the. That's the main course. We'll get to the we're at, we're at appetizer space right here. So, first thing I want to bring up, and I, I put this in order in the wrong order on the uh, notes here, but uh, I do want to bring up the fact that uh, Grant Imahara uh, died this week, mm-hmm. and if you don't if you don't know who he is. Go watch a little show called Mythbusters, um, because that show is amazing. Um, I don't always agree with some of their results. I know that sounds a little weird, because I feel like that some of their testing is a little uh, what's the right word? Like like their, it's a very small sample, right? Right. Well, it, it's, sometimes it's, like it's a very small sample, and sometimes I think if you stretch things out, you get a you get different results, you know. But well, that's totally uh, true. But it's a TV show, and they they yeah. they know that they talk about that all the time. Yeah, but you know, Grant Imahara, he was an engineer. He was you know he was a, a TV show host. He's a very smart individual. He I believe he died of a brain aneurysm. He was yes, kind of said. 
he was kind of a pillar for the uh, pseudo-scientific community. And, uh, I, you know, I would not say growing up I watched him, but when I was a lot younger I watched that show religiously. Um, I used to love that show, and he was one of my favorite uh, people to watch on that show besides uh, the red-haired girl. I can't think of her name right now. Um, Carrie? But, Carrie, thank you. And it was real sad to see Grant uh, died. I think he was like – he was young. 49. He was 49, yeah. Oh, man. I'm 41, y'all. Whew. All right. Mm. Well, it was, it was cool to watch that show, how it developed, because it was, you know, Jamie and um, what's his face? Adam, to begin with. Yeah. And they, they were like interns almost, Imahara and Carrie yeah. and the other right. guy. And then they just kind of, they moved more into the spotlight. And it, it was it was cool to see that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was... It, it was really shocking to me because I didn't like I didn't even like he kind of felt I know he was doing battle bots there for a while. And I think he did that other show with Carrie where they were like chunking pumpkins, pumpkins um, with the <laughs> cattle chunking stuff. Yeah. And, and, and you, know, you know, this, you know, those shows were cool, but I mean, it was really Mythbusters that I really enjoy watching him in. So it's a damn shame. Um, yeah. He deserved truly. better. So. So, and, you know, anyway, um, the other thing is, is that um, 51 years ago, and, and you know, I, I, it's funny when I ask people, and I don't ask this a lot of people, but I do ask people sometimes, you know, what do you consider mankind's greatest accomplishment? And some people say, well, I'm going to say it's medicine, or some people say, I'm going to say it's, you know, our, our system of, 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 law, of law, our system of justice, even though it ain't perfect, it, it does Jeez. a really good job, and and some people say cheese. And, Our system <laughs> of cheese. Yes. And, and, and uh, it seems like just a few years ago, like when I was growing up, like in the 80s and 90s, everybody said the moon landing was the best, was the greatest accomplishment. Now there's so many people mm. that are saying the moon, the moon landing didn't even happen, which is just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. But uh, today, 51 years ago, the Apollo 11 launched. Um, and in four days from now, July 20th, is will be 51 years of the day that we set foot on the moon. And since this show is about a space game, it, we would be remiss to not mention it and not remember the fact that 51 years ago was the, is the anniversary of mankind's greatest accomplishment. Because leaving Earth, getting there, is mankind's greatest accomplishment, and it's a damn shame we stopped. And it's very short-sighted of us as a species to, to have stopped. And I'm a firm believer that if we hadn't stopped, we would be so better off as a species and as a planet in the, on the whole right now than if we had than if we had just have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, anyway. that's probably right. I mean, there and there are planning. Their plans are being made now to start kind of going back in like a stepped uh, fashion with eyes toward mm-hmm. the future of making like little stepping stone bases and things like that for. Well, the big you know. competition is going to be China. Actually, they're probably going to be back up there before anybody. And this is, this is a scary thing that I heard the other day is you ask a 10 year old Chinese uh, child, what he wants to be when he grows up. The number one answer is astronaut. You ask a 10 year old American child, their answer is a YouTuber. So that shows, you know, we need to kick it in the ass a little bit. 
I read the same thing the other day, and it's a it's it's a damn shame. It's um, I mean, I remember when I was growing up, I wanted to be an astronaut. No, I wanted all to fly did. the space shuttle. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And um, until we and saw it, one blow up. <laughs> actually, I was still I was still on board even after I saw one blow up. I'm like, well, that's the risk. You know, it, it for whatever reason, like now hmm. I watched I watched the Challenger explode live. Like yep, my, so my, my teacher rolled it in. My my second grade teacher rolled that damn thing in. And it was like, all right, here we go. And she exploded. She's like, oh god. She just turned it off and rolled that TV out, like, and just completely wow. changed the subject. And everybody was like, what happened? And I was like, they died. They all died. <laughs> yeah, our, I, that wow. was every every launch was shown on TV, and they'd wheel that in yeah. every single time back then. And then after yep. that, it's like, ah, let's not do that. <laughs> Don't yep. want to pull that trigger anymore, I guess. Yeah, it, that's a shame though, because it 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 is. You know, that takes a lot of. You know, a lot of guts to strap a rocket to your ass and be launched into space. And, you know, we should celebrate the, celebrate those people more. Well, really, on the whole, as a species, we should be celebrating scientists and astronauts and physicists and whatnot for their discoveries and accomplishments. And instead, we celebrate sports heroes and movie actors, which right. on the whole basically lie for a living. Yep. So, anyway, that being said, you know, I still like Keanu Reeves. I think he's a great person. So, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was you, random. <laughs> Keanu are gets guys, a pass. <laughs> are you guys aware of where Keanu Reeves lives? No. You it's know, not he your house, is it? Yeah. I, 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 Above I know your he garage lives a very, or what? No, no. He lives, a, he lives a very modest life. Like, Do you know where his money goes? Uh, uh, he donates a shit ton of it. For a long time, he was secretly funding children's hospitals. Yeah. And Somebody, uh, somebody's got to secretly fund them. He, uh, he, he donates a shit ton of his money. Uh, he, he, just li- he just likes making movies. He's not interested in the money. I can't remember his, uh, his girlfriend slash wife's name, but after they lost the baby, like his whole life changed. Like He's never really been able to get his love life back together. Uh, he's lived a very tragic life. I know it's hard to say that someone who makes millions of dollars lives, lived a tragic life, but he has. But think about that. I mean, he was he was Neo, man. You know, I mean, yeah. he was in one of the biggest nerdgasm movies ever made. And he's just like the most regular dude. He'll just be, you know, you see pictures of him just riding the subway. You know, he doesn't have bodyguards, anything like that. He just goes around. He's just like the, this Zen dude outside of the movies. And you got to love that. I mean, and hell, he's John oh, yeah. Wick. And don't forget, I mean, I, you know, to my knowledge, I think that Keanu Reeves is a, you know, he's like a, a low level martial artist. He's a, he's a damn good, um, uh, uh, a musician, I've heard. Um, yeah, damn good musician. He's a damn good uh, uh, shooter. Uh, I mean, there's videos of him at the range or just just stacking them up, man. You know, well, that so. like that gun fu stuff they do in the mm-hmm. in John Wick movies and stuff. If you ever get a chance, watch that training videos that they do going yeah. through that stuff. Uh, it's yeah. it's some impressive stuff. Anyway, we got to get off counter Reeves. I could go all night about him. I mean. I'm not gay, but I could be for him. I'm just saying. Him and uh, the one. Uh, well, it's him and uh, Schwarzenegger. So you know. <laughs> wow, the governor. Robbing the grave a little bit, buddy. <sighs> Wouldn't he be robbing the grave? Wouldn't? Uh, oh, I got you now, uh, Schwarzenegger. Anyway, I got it now. 
Ty got it now. A little slow, a little slow. Um, so uh, Grover, Grover Kiwi popped in earlier and said that um, he extended the Matariki Tiki Tour until the end of the month because some people have not had a chance to complete it. And cool enough, uh, Frontier, I believe it was Benedetti in uh, Garrido. Um, I haven't got a chance to watch this yet because I just found out about it today. But um, they actually covered the Matariki Tiki Tour. And that is so cool they did that. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it was really neat on their live stream today. I haven't yeah. gotten a chance to watch it either, unfortunately. But yeah. so they usually go down right when I'm at work. So I get like an yeah. email alert about it and can't watch. <laughs> Me too. I, I actually sit down to watch it. And then we had some internet issues at work. So I had to deal with that. So, you know, mm. had that going for us. No, I assume but, you guys, uh, have you all completed it already? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I have not. Uh, I, I, started, I did not yet. I, I thought we were all going to go together next weekend. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll go again. I'll go again. I'll, I'll go again, going too. Again. Uh, I, I, actually, I forgot that it, well, you know, the first day was Sunday. And then what I remembered, I like worked late and I got home and I started doing it. I was like half awake, half asleep. And then all of a sudden in a squadron chat, Dubs says, Teflon, I'll give you a billion credits if you gank Chig right now. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I look and Teflon's in system with me. And I just high wake to the next system and logged off because Teflon would have done it. I know it, that bastard. <laughs> I was in chat with both of them at the time and he wasn't going to. <laughs> we I don't didn't know. Have a good old has... chicken and out though. <laughs> Teflon seems to have no respect for fake human life. <laughs> I think we're going to be talking more about that in a little while as well. Perhaps. Um, the other big event, the other event going on at the end of this month is the, so, so, so Alec, um, Alec Turner. Uh, officially gave us the name for our SRV football event, and we're calling it Screwball. Which, why the hell we didn't come up with that is almost as bad as we didn't come up with deep screws instead of distant uh, screws. I mean, we are we are just missing the ball here on names, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, um, he came up with the name school, Screwball, where we're going to, you know, try to uh, play football with a... Uh, with the original idea was a canister of leather, but he come up with the idea of a, of a guardian ancient uh, orb. Yeah. And, uh, these things roll better. Um, they, uh, I don't know. They just work better. So I have a buy order on my fleet carrier right now for a hundred of these things. And, uh, Alec dropped 10 of them off the other day. I can't remember what price I'm paying on them here. I can actually look real quick. Let me go to my commodities market, and then let me try to – I don't have – yeah, I can do – hit the right button, hit the right button, go to the thing because I got to do the right thing. I got to scroll way down because we got a lot of commodities. Where is the thing that says Gu Guardian Orb? I am buying um, 100 of them total. Uh, so there's 90 left, and you can make 15 million uh, on them, I have the maximum buy price set up. I can't make any more. I can't give you any more dollars on it. All right. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, I want all of your guardian orbs. So if you want to sell some guardian orbs, drop them off at my carrier. So um, I definitely need a lot because I got a feeling we're going to destroy the shit out of them when we do this. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to fall apart. Yeah, but we're going to have fun doing it, and I can't wait. So uh, July 31st, we're going to do it around 8 p.m. Central Time. Sorry about you, Europeans. Uh, I know it's late for you guys, but remember the next day is Saturday, so just stay up late with us. Yeah, it'd be fine. <laughs> Roll roll your own round two the following day. Yeah, yeah, I won't be. You may, yeah, but, but they no, play I don't more mean of a you. soccer I mean them. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they want they don't want to play football anyway. Um, but yeah. Um, on a side note here, uh, the Cowboys were smart and decided not to sign Dak, so that made me a happy camper. Um, because I think Dak's really overrated, but but. Anyway, that's a different story. If you want to know my opinions about Dak Prescott, message me, and I will tell you about Dak Prescott. But all I'm saying is his first four years stats are just a little bit less than the first four years of Andy Dalton, his backup. Just saying. So, you know. Anyway, and Andy Dalton was actually hurt for about uh, six or seven games on his fourth year. So just put that in your put that in your little thoughts there. But anyway, I like Dak. Good guy. But okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Needless hate just mentioned me. How do you feel about Dak Prescott? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, next little bit of news here is Operation Ida is nearly done fixing all the stations. It looks like they have like eight stations left here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, eight stations left. They have uh, Hudson Observatory, Oracle, Bayo Landing. I assume that's Scott Bayo. Uh, Cavalieri, Lehman Legacy, Selene Orbital, Copernicus Observatory, Titan's Daughter, and I really hope they get this one fixed soon, is Artemis Lodge, because that is the asteroid base that I believe is closest to the bubble and is just like my favorite freaking asteroid station because it's real close to another asteroid thing and it's mm-hmm. a real cl- it's just it's just it's a beautiful station. So I hope oh, they get all these things are fixed. Cool. They yeah. finished Raymond Orbital already. Did they? Okay. Yes. So that's, and they must have done that just today. Uh, at three o'clock. Okay. So there you go. Awesome. That's cool. So um, if you guys don't know what Operation Audit is. They've been trying to fix all the stations that were damaged by uh, Thargoids during the last Thargoid or last few Thargoid attacks. They've been at this for, God, six, eight, nine months, something like that. Quite a while now. Um, so it's kind of cool that they they are getting near the end of it. Um, it's gonna be weird to look out on the galaxy map and not have damage stations somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's uh, anyway, man, I sure cool hope to, they bring back Darkwood incursions soon. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, for, for those that don't know and stuff, you know, they hear repairing stations. How do you repair a station? Do you use repair limpets, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's just delivering certain goods to the stations, right? But like mass quantities. Yeah. Um, I've never actually done it, so I can't speak to exactly how to do it. So maybe I shouldn't speak. But what I do know is, is that you just drop off your goods at a specific place. Um, and just like you sell goods to any other station or whatever, uh, I think you just drop those goods to the. Um, I think there's a person there that you drop things off to. But anyway, you sell it to the commodities market just like regular. But there's a super no. high demand for some pretty 
uncommon items like CMM composites. And they're usually, they're highlighted on the commodities board, right? Yeah. So, so you know what they're looking for and you just sell them. And I mean, it's, it's usually like 10,000 and more of certain items, isn't it? Uh, 66,000. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's nuts. So, I mean, if you ever want to get involved with something like that and be like, yeah, I helped repair a station, that's that's how you do it. I remember when I first started hearing about them, you know, repairing stations, I'm like, how the hell do you even do that? But that's what you do, and people love the space truck, so that's how it gets done. Yeah. it's a, it's a It'd be good to have all the stations up and running again before we get to Odyssey, uh, because I got a feeling they're going to get decimated when we get to Odyssey, so... But anyway, I, I think 10. there's definitely going to be some yeah, uh, bubble wide destruction for sure. But I wish that we had a bunch of burning stations again so people could quit crying about the Fed rank. So, that, you know, it gets real easy if you're rescuing people. Well, there's a difference between the yeah. burning station and then like the broken stations. Like the burning stations, like you got to get people out. Like you, like you land, you get passengers, yep. and you get them out to the rescue ship. And then after that is done, then the station kind of burns itself the fires burn themselves out or whatever and then um they put the station into like a repair state where you have to put all these materials onto the station to repair it so and they have like um uh uh limited services while that's going on right right like you might land in a station Uh, that normally has a repair that you can't repair it also disables auto dock for our newer commanders a burning stations do. Burning Both stations. burning and repairing. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That was that was the best part of doing burning stations, trying to rescue as many passengers as possible. So you're flying in there with the biggest ship you can, and you can't use a docking computer, and there's explosions, and you have to do it fast because your ship will overheat. Yeah, burning stations, that was one of my favorite things ever in this game. Yeah. Um, Only ever done one once. Because there was wow. just recently a few more popped up, like a couple okay. months ago, and I flew out just to to check it out because I'd never tried it before. I did my entire Fed rank for my Corvette on burning stations, just flying in with a an anaconda, just in and out, in and out. That was <laughs> that was fun. Wow. Um, Not that flying an anaconda is fun, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so. Um, this week, our Discord got boosted uh, thanks to Awan. Um, he boosted it up to. I don't quite understand how this works, um, but basically, he boosted it uh, to level one, where we get a little bit better audio quality. We get animated server icon, uh, custom server invite background, all the little things. Uh, we can stream in high quality. Um, I don't think I have the bandwidth to actually be able to do that, but. Because uh, I live in the sticks, but anyway, um, it's funny. I live in this in the middle of a freaking city <laughs> in a suburb, suburb, and I consider the sticks around here. But whatever. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's it's kind of cool that that they did this, um, or that he did this. It was, uh, it's like five bucks a month or something like that, and you get cool little perks to do this. And um, I don't really know what all it gives us besides that, but the extra, the better audio quality has definitely got to be helpful for for some so um well how do you go actually, about boosting it i don't even i, so I it, don't it, even it, know 
If you look over at Discord up there where it says loose screws on the server at the very top mm-hmm. left, if you click that little, I don't know, that little circle oh, icon to there. the left. Got it. Yeah, and then you hit the boost the server, and then you give them dollars. And you're giving Discord dollars. You're not giving loose screws dollars. So um, if, if, if we like this server boost thing, we might look into doing some sort of like uh, fundraising thing we do to where we can pay for a whole year or something. We do it once a year, but... Um, Anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk about that offline. But yeah, I think Gur um, or yes. maybe someone else boosted it a um, couple three months ago, maybe um, I can't remember when. Um, but yeah, Sounds so right. yeah. But thanks to, thanks to Awan for doing it this time, and um, whoever did it the first time, I'm ultra sorry I didn't mention it. But uh, it's, it I, is Gur. It is Gur. Okay, good. Well, yes. thank you, Gur. Thank you, girl, for doing it the first time. I'm sorry I did not mention it the first time, but I, um, I probably happened while I was uh, going through my breakup and stuff. But all that's over. So anyway, I'm able to pay more attention now. So until work shit happens. But anyway, anyway, um, I think that's all kind of little stuff to to go through before we get to the faction update. Oh, oh, one other little note I do want to talk about. Um, next week, so it's been asked before by a couple times, but next week I am going to do uh, my hardware breakdown for the mid-year, which will which I will probably change whenever the, the new NVIDIA cards come out, so we'll have to do another one. But we're going to involve everybody. Everybody's going to kind of you know put together like their dream build, their mid-tier build, and the bottom-tier build, and we'll go through them all and discuss why we think that they're the best stuff, unless by chance... We have another, you know, uh, patch that completely blows up uh, front uh, elite dangerous. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but we'll talk about it in a sec. But anyway, uh, hey, do the faction update. <clears throat> we uh, finished our election in B740 Cassiopeia and are now in full control of our secondary system, our first secondary system. Uh, our war and bumper, even though it's a, a much smaller system, has drug on forever. And now we're just 20 influence points away from our next selection in the bumper system. And then that should secure our third station in the bumper. We'll be in control of all three of the stations that you can dock on the bumper. Uh, we are now public that we're attempting to a coup in Kwama. And uh, most people will have heard about whatever happens in Kwama before they've get to this podcast because it all hinges on the next daily tick at five in the morning eastern u.s time Mm -hmm. but uh i'm on i'm on the edge of my seat recording this podcast white knuckling missions uh we've been collecting many notoriety points uh violently failing some passenger missions and <laughs> doing doing just about everything in our power as part from full station lockdown. I don't want to yell, but I'm very heated at how slowly the, that Kwama has been moving. Hmm. <laughs> so what could I be doing right now to help out over there? Running missions for the Kwama Legal LTD, but at the Daily Tick tomorrow, it will matter exponentially less okay so i need to be doing missions right now yes all right right in this moment shit man that's all you had to say 
I've he said it in, in the orders channel. <laughs> the orders channel, the standing orders channel, and general chat several times. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, what I, server I deal was with the that community on? manager. Get him to get me to look at this stuff. I I I will start cracking the whip. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Hey, I've been hearing like some chatter that uh, the people are kind of thinking that there's someone working against us in comma in Quama. Is that what y'all are there, thinking? Or? There is a fleet carrier whose owner I don't recognize the name of. I'm not at my Xbox right now. My Xbox signed into the game. It's in a neighboring system, but I can't, I can't see the commander's name right now. Uh, there is a chance that we may have uh, someone working against us. It may be happenstance that we're just going slowly. Uh, yesterday, I did see a stranger on Xbox. There are not very many people on Xbox playing Elite Dangerous, so when I see strangers, I take a very serious note of it. From the G-A-N-C squadron on Xbox, uh, which is an Imperial-aligned uh, squadron whose home system is near Iceland Duval's home system, and I believe they're aligned with her. So I don't know what that person was doing in Kwama, but I have been attempting to keep an eye out for any other traffic we, that I see. Are we talking about Cheetah Labs? It wasn't Cheetah Labs. Uh, yeah, that is the Strangers fleet That's the Strangers. Though. That's the one yeah. I don't recognize. Yeah. Well, do we know what... So are they for sure on Xbox, or do we know what uh, platform they're on? The person I saw on Xbox was not the owner of that fleet carrier. Okay. Well, um, we might want to reach out for them. They may not know that they're working against us. It might be a situation where, right. oh, we can work together kind of thing. So we might want to reach out to them. But Have Keflon do, go do some diplomacy. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds, uh, that sounds legit, right? <laughs> Bloody diplomacy. Yeah, Man, don't get me wrong. I love Teflon, but his act, his idea of, of diplomacy is shoot the SRV, shoot the SRV some more. Hey, that guy's being friendly to me. Shoot that SRV again. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway. That's right. So before we get into the patch mayhem, we're going to do Chig Chat. It's Chig Chat. We here at Loose Screws never end a sentence with a preposition. <laughs> I love that. Tracks, bad skills. <laughs> Good God. Um, all right. This week, Chig Chat, I, I've got a couple things I want to go over. One, I, going nothing really about in-game stuff. Going to get off that talking about credits because we will be talking about that in a little bit in the main topic. I just want to cover a couple of things. Last weekend, uh, sitting in Discord, I don't, I don't remember if it was Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. All the, all the nights are are streaming together. But I, I had had a, a couple of drinks, and that was a good crew in uh, in uh, Discord. And my daughter was hanging out. Uh, she's going to be thirteen here in a, in a in a week and a half, and uh, she she starts. You know, she knows everybody's names pretty much and everything else. And she decided to do a, an art project this week. I'm going to post in Chig Chat. And it's, it's she drew a, 
basically you could say avatars of all of uh, of of the people who were in Discord that night. Now that the name of oh, this neat. drawing is oh, not there. Uh, no, I I was gonna. I'll get to the apologies. I'll get to the because she did say <laughs> she felt bad that certain people were not in here because she knows that they're online all the time, and poor NL Hate didn't get in there. Um, uh, Teflon's not in there. Um, uh, Data, you know, a lot of a lot of really normal regulars aren't in there, but those that are, <laughs> she used like their your your little uh, what avatar your icons you know for your avatar. characters. And, and based based the drawings, you know, your, the heads are based off of those. And of course, the, the, the title of this drawing is the wedding of Ty and Chig. Why am I a girl? And, and well, she was going to make her dad a girl. Yeah, she puts you in the wedding dress. Uh, Trax is the DJ. You can see Naturally. A1 is holding divorce papers. <laughs> Three bullets has his arms thrown in me. the air, saying "Why?" Um, <laughs> the, the one, the one there that is, is Dubs. I don't know if you could recognize it. That you know, it, it's not the sloth smoking a cigar. Instead, he just looks like a dopey dude with his tongue hanging out, which I don't know, kind of, <laughs> kind of fits his Dubs, I guess. And then uh, the one marrying us is is none other than Kai Zen, is who she put as the minister marrying us. So I, I thought I'd share that for everybody. And, you know, she listens to the show every week, and I think that she'd like that I brought that up. And she is says that she is going to work on another one to get as many people from the discard guard into a drawing, painting, you know, Mm-hmm. Something else she's working on. This one's more on a poster board. So yeah, she she's active in our community. Just nobody knows it. What do you guys <laughs> think? For, she taking commissions? Reference. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, yes. If if you want to send money, she will definitely work <laughs> on whatever you want. <laughs> so so one, she did a really good job on my little dragon logo because like I think that thing's hard to draw because I drew it in freaking Photoshop and I'm pretty proud of it. Two. Um, I'm trying to figure out why I'm the bitch in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all know. And it's because you're the boss. Oh, okay. Oh, there and you go. Three, I mean, divorce papers right out of the box. I mean, at least my marriage has at least lasted a, over a year. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, it's it's good stuff. Well, here, here's another funny part of it is when she's doing all the avatars, she was getting uh, uh, annoyed and frustrated at Kai's because it's um it it's overly complicated, and she was doing it, and I'm like, well, did you get the dragon around the outside? She goes, dragon? What do you mean dragon? I, and I I go look at it closer, and she goes. Oh shit! <laughs> Mike, it was just too complicated. I said, "Yeah, he has a tendency to you know make everything complicated." So that's that's <laughs> that's that, that's where that is. But that that's one big happy family. I said she should do the wedding reception next, so that then she could get more people in there. That that's that's now head cannon. <laughs> head cannon for sure, for sure. All right. So All right. I so- I had to share that. No, that's super cool. If she if she does the big one, I want to put that on the website. Like like we'll put a huge thing about it on the website. You know. Um, oh, cool! The ISS is now visible. Thanks for alerting me, phone. Then making my whole desk vibrate because I thought someone was calling me. You're awesome. <laughs> Way to go, phone. <sighs> Very nice. 
So so anybody who wants to see it, it is posted in Chig Chat, so you guys can go in and and, and take a look at that. Now it's a, a little bit of actual chat uh, this week. You know, when I first said I was starting Chig Chat, it was going to be you know smaller things, maybe off topic, and and just something that you know I want to hear what people have to say about random stuff and get some traffic to the Discord, and you know I'll engage in conversation and stuff. But I was. You know, with my daughter's drawing, and obviously I realized how many hours I'm spending this game if for her to spend time with me. She has to come sit next to me while I'm talking to you guys on Discord. Um, I, I was thinking, man, I've got a lot of hours, and I'm going to tell you how many hours I have in this game. Let's just say it, it's it's a lot. Uh, and I started thinking about, man, I've been playing video games for ever, you know, like Metroid way back in the day, the original Metroid, you know, and you had to write down the code in order to continue. You had to enter that later, you know, how many hours I had in that, but it was nothing compared to, you know, modern games, um, you know, like Witcher, stuff like that. You get 50, 60, 70 hours, 100 hours, whatever. But now we're talking, you know, games, you know, that, you know, I've got thousands of hours in. And I was trying to think, I, you know, the game, the top three games that I've ever played, the most hours I've sunk into anything. And for me, that comes down to three. It's this, okay. obviously, World of Warcraft, because I was, a, you know, a raider, you know, three nights a week, a few, three or four nights a week, three or four hours a night, you know, back in the day, you know, through end of BC and the Lich King and the Cataclysm, you know, back then. So I, I had, you know, easily a couple thousand hours sunk into that game. And then the other one, StarCraft. It's funny that it's two Blizzard games, but man, the original StarCraft, I was a ladder fiend in that. I mean, that I was playing that. And back then I smoked on top of that. And my finger from holding a cigarette at the same time as working the mouse, my finger would get nicotine stained because the cigarettes would burn down so far. Oh my God. It was, yeah, it was, it was gross. That's kind of what I determined that, man, I really should quit smoking. I'm not going to get lung cancer. I'm going to get skin cancer on my finger because, because it was just <laughs> this tar covered, nasty finger thing. But I mean, those are the games that, you know, I, I have just sunk so many hours into. And I just want to know, you know, hear what you guys, you know, uh, you know, you three, your biggest time sync games were. Then I want people to come on on the Discord and tell me what games you've played because I'm always looking for another time sync. You know, we only live once. Uh, what, what's your go. biggest? Yeah. Let me go last. Let me go last. Okay. Okay. Now let's hear from tracks first. Yeah. Okay. Um, so before I picked up Elite, since, since getting Elite, I haven't, I basically not played anything else. I, I tend to be kind of a one game person. But um, before that, I had a lot of hours in like Fallout 3, Fallout 4, uh, New Vegas I never finished, um, but like Skyrim and uh, Oblivion, these, these sorts of things. Um, I played like the whole Dishonored series, um, usually got like two playthroughs out of those. Um, and now we've, we've gone back a lot of years. I mean, and then other than that, there were some, there were some things like... Um, a couple of the modern warfare games, I played a lot of the multiplayer for a while, and then there was Counter Strike before that, and now we're all the way back to like, you know, two thousand two or three or something like that. Um, yeah, not that many games overall. It's just, I, and I would get like kind of a lot of hours. I mean, hundreds, 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 hundreds. <laughs> I mean, is Elite those. Dangerous your most hours at this point, or do you have uh, a game that would be more? 
Okay. I have like 580 hours on Steam, and that's before I got the headset. So that's, uh, you know, 15 months ago. <laughs> um, and I haven't been playing anything else. <laughs> Good God. So, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can see what my Oculus time is, but yeah. <laughs> wow. What about you, <laughs> it's hate? A lot. Uh, I'm going to go in chronological order. Cause it's been a lot of a lot of games. Uh, in '99, I got my first N64, and with it, I got a game nobody had heard of at the time in in my very small town called Battlezone '64. Mm. And I played the campaign on easy and normal and hard, and the strategy version of the game on hard, and then I played the Russian version. And the third faction version on easy, normal, and hard. And then I started trying to make the game harder for myself because it was all I had. And I probably had like six or 700 hours in this N64 game. That <laughs> what's the maximum amount of storage you can slap into one of those discs? Discs, the cartridge. Oh, not much. <laughs> not much. <sighs> After that, I would play Halo 2 at church. <laughs> and I, okay. their, their youth program, when I was in high school, allowed students after class to go to church and then play Halo. And I would go and I would play Halo. And I probably sank like four or 500 hours in, only in the space, like after class for a few short hours or on Wednesdays up until the youth group actually started. Uh, and then I got my first 360 and I probably sank 2000 hours into Gears of War 2. Uh, and then, you know, several months later, I got Modern Warfare 2. <sighs> I got to 10th Prestige on two different accounts. <laughs> wow. And kept playing. Uh, I've... Lots of excellent stories about Modern Warfare 2. Uh, and then the multiple iterations of Minecraft, I'll probably have another 2,000 hours in. And I just passed 1,000 hours on Elite Dangerous. Now, are you usually but just playing played. one game at a time, or, is, or do you have some overlap on some of these? Uh, Gears and the Call of Duty, I had some overlap in, but I haven't played any other games this year at all. Gotcha. I, what, like, what's your story? Or no, go ahead, finish. Uh, all, all of my elite that I've, of the, of the time that I'm tracking has been since December 30th of 2019. More oh, than a thousand, a thousand hours this year. <laughs> wow. Yikes. Okay, you win. <laughs> Guess that's why you're the admiral. <laughs> So what about you, um, Ty? Let's hear this history. So, so well, I'm not going to go into the whole NES or, or SNES history because um, I was very poor. My family was very poor. And um, I got a regular Nintendo when everyone else got a Super Nintendo. And I got a Super Nintendo like two years later. Um, but it was late. But, you know, all I had was like Super Metroid the Mario Brothers, 
and uh, a link to the past. And I put, I have no idea how many hours I put into a link to the past. Let's just say that I zero liked mm-hmm. it. You know, that's where you go through and you beat everything without actually dying. I zero <laughs> liked it. Like, you know, I found all the things. Like I had all the heart containers, all the items, all the everything, everything, you, every treasure chest you could open was was open. Even if it just contained rupees. I had I had everything. It was my perfect account. <sighs> but so I, I went ahead and pulled up because. Um, the game I've definitely spent probably the most sheer time on total of my life is probably World of Warcraft. And I have no idea how much time I spent in that game because I remember it was right before or right after Wrath launched. And someone said, hey, what's your slash played? And I hadn't looked in a while. So I was like, well, let me look. And this is on my uh, main tank character, my little dwarf that I had been with. And in, in, in the way I played World of Warcraft, I only had one character and a bank alt. I didn't have a bunch of alts. Now, right now, I got a bunch of alts. But at that point, I had my main character, and I had a bank. I actually had a couple of bank alts. And that was it. I had one character. I did a slash play on that character, and it said 500 and some odd days. And I'm like, I'm not even going to look anymore. <laughs> I refuse to look. So uh, do the math on on however many days. it said. Five, I think it said 503 days and some hours i can't remember what all it said i just remember seeing 500 days and i was just like whoa we gotta stop looking at this shit (laughs) (laughs) but i went ahead and did the math real quick because so i I looked on steam and steam says i have 2094 hours on elite dangerous but uh the stats inside of elite say i have 2222 hours on elite dangerous and those go back because you know you gotta remember elite wasn't always on steam so you got to go by those stats not by your steam stats in game yeah, if you go to your codex and go to your, I think, stats page after that. But okay. yeah, it's it, BRB. Yeah. Yep. But um, just going down my Steam list here, it's Elite Dangerous is actually number one at 2,094 hours. And then it's Modern Warfare 2, which is funny because I used to do tournaments on that at 1,853 hours. Um, and then it's Elder Scrolls at 1,401. And then there's all the Call of Duty's are right around five, 600 hours and just a plethora of like uh, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, uh, 182 hours, uh, Dragon Age Origin, 156 hours, uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, 153 hours, Batman Arkham Knight, how the hell I spent this much time in this game, I don't know, 139 hours. Um, I may have a problem. I may play too many games, y'all. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> um but anyway, yeah, it, it, it can, it's kind of interesting to see how many hours I have spent playing video games. I, I rarely look at this because part of me gets a little depressed, and the other part of me is like, hell no, I had fun doing it. What are you talking about? Why would you be depressed about that? So anyway, but anyway, I, um, when I, after I hit that one year on WoW, I decided that um, I'm not going to do a slash play anymore. Now I have... Like a character, I have all the care. I have all the uh, classes, but two right now that are max level. I will never do a slash plate on any of my characters ever again in that <laughs> game because I don't want to know how many hours I've spent in, in just literally sitting there playing that game. So, um, and we'll never know how many hours of Mario Kart I've played because I played a lot of Mario Kart hours because uh, that used to be Mario Kart and Rock <laughs> Rock Band used to be our our party games. We get together, actually have a party and. We drink and think we were rock stars and race car drivers. So absolutely, yep. same thing. Yep. Yeah. 
five weeks, four days, 18 hours, four minutes. That's your elite? It says that's approximate, but it's giving it to me in minutes, so, you know. All right, so what what, what was your weeks? Uh, Five weeks. So you got about 840, 840 hours plus however many hours. So, Yeah, that's enough, right? How many weeks was yours, <laughs> Ty? I, uh, it's 13, 13 weeks, but I did the hours out. It's 2,222 it hours. So, But yeah, it's like 13 weeks and some change. So, Wow. that's uh, You guys are nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of nerds, we'll go through some nerd stuff real quick because we're about to. We're, so before we kind of get into the whole thing here, uh, this next part of the show, we're going to talk about the patch that came out on Wednesday, which, by the way, Wednesday patches are weird. I don't like them. Do them on Tuesday like they're like they're like God intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but one of the reasons why a lot of game developers choose Tuesday for their patches is because for whatever reason, at some point as a species, we decided that the slowest internet traffic day was going to be Tuesday. And um, I, like I don't, we did not decide this as a species, but if you go look at all the stats, our internet traffic drops by, by like several tens of percentages on Tuesday. <laughs> I've never hmm. understood that, but that's that's why a lot of people choose it because. They're doing other things on Tuesday night. I don't know where the hell these people are Tuesday night. I can only assume it involves tacos, but. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Be careful. Uh, The owner of that may send a cease and desist. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad. But uh, anyway. um, Anyway, so. that's why they picked Tuesday. So to have a Wednesday patch is just a little weird to me, and I don't like it. Go back to Tuesday and do things right. But anyway, but we're going to get into some numbers. It's going to get a little thick in the weeds. So if you want to stick around and get in the weeds with us and make me confused because I get confused easily, you know, cool. But if you don't want to, you don't want to stick with that, man, just listen to the show anyway because it's cool. So, <laughs> all right. So here's the deal. Before we get into the deep of the patch – Ben, uh, Steven Benedetti posted that in August we're going to get some Odyssey news and they're going to release the first dev diary. So that came out today or yesterday. Um, so that's super cool. We're just we're just two weeks away from August. Uh, we don't they don't have a date as far as when in August. We just know it's going to be in August, which I'm betting is going to line up around the second week of August because I believe that's when Gamescom originally was going to be. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to be like the 4th through the 6th. I'm betting it's going to be when they're going to release some more information about Odyssey. Hopefully, they'll be able to tell us a little bit more about what features they're going to have, what features they're not. Can't wait for that. We'll wait for that. So, let's get into this patch. Let's let's talk about the good stuff that they fixed, and then we'll get into the mining stuff, okay? <laughs> uh, so, real quick, um, they got a bunch of bugs that were fixed. Um with uh, fleet carriers, um, with transactions amounts, uh, setting the price of a commodity on a fleet carrier grade in a million was fixed. Um, the issue which led to some fleet carriers having a service only partially installed was fixed. I'm not real sure how. That's weird. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, 
anyway, they, just a bunch of fixes. They had a fix with um, ARCs issue, preventing feature items in store being selected. Uh, fix an issue with hair options and avatars. Just, you know, a bunch of fixes. Which we were happy with. They did some stuff with uh, stabilities with uh, fleet carriers. Um, they're gonna. They also had some stuff down here, but they're working. They're aware of the issue. They're gonna do some more stuff to make it make it more better. Um, anyway, so and then then the then the then the mining thing. Oh, then the mining thing happened. Number one, they fixed the bug, and people were actually upset about this. I don't get where if you launched a fighter, it would restore the subsurface deposit deposits on asteroids. Um, they thought they fixed it, I guess, was it last week? But they actually fixed this patch, and apparently people were upset about that. But I don't see how you're upset about that. That's an exploit. It shouldn't have been happening that way. And then we get to the mess, because this is a mess, it, it, and, and it really is. I say it's a mess because I think it's fine. I don't think, I don't think they did anything wrong. I think they actually balance things the way they should be balanced. But I also think that they let it go on so long that they kind of dug themselves into a hole. And I don't know why you go about that. So let me let me read the patch notes, what they actually did with mining here. And then we'll talk about what they did or what they uh, what the some of the problems was were with tritium. And we'll go from there. So a bug with material distribution in overlapping hotspots was fixed and hotspots themselves were rebalanced. Now the effect that each hotspot has on the base rarity of a commodity has been doubled. To counter this, hotspots of the same type which overlap will be less effective. The aim of these changes is to reduce the massive impact of of overlapping hotspots while still ensuring they provide a higher yield than non-overlapping hotspots. So, <laughs> that's a lot of time, Chig. You just linked this time in a while. Um, anyway, so what this to me means, with they're saying, hey, anything that overlaps, you're not going to get anything extra out of it. But anything that doesn't overlap, you're going to get uh, the base rarity will be doubled. So you should get more well, stuff out of it. I think they're, they're saying it, it should still increase the yield a little bit to have it overlapped. It's just not going to be as much as before. They said they, right. they specifically said like without eliminating the bonus from an overlap. Right. So this thing come out and then one of the first things that people noticed was that uh, tritium spots were basically <laughs> nerfed beyond ridiculous. Um, there's this really nice post here uh, done by Commander Naughty, uh, G-N-A-U-T-Y, um, where he did some uh, charts here about uh, tritium and the rate at which you earn it. And um, he's part of the DSSA, and um, I believe he's out in the Arcadian stream um, trying to fuel fleet carriers. And basically he's noticed about a uh, 70% reduction per, per rock. Yeah. Per rock. As far as tritium goes. So it, this was, I picked this post out because there's actual number, there's actual numbers here and there might be some other people with numbers, but this was the, one of the few posts I saw that actually had numbers instead of people just complaining about it. 
Um, so shortly after that, um, Arthur, uh, the community manager, Arthur, Arthur told me, Posted, uh, we are aware of the tritium issue. There will be information today about this. Please stand by, and we appreciate your patience and feedback. And then uh, from Stephen Benedetti, uh, today around, uh, I guess this is around noon my time, um, he said, greetings, commanders. Thanks for your feedback on the latest patch. We understand that some of the changes had unexpected effects and want to address them. Overlapping hotspots commodity distribution with, distribution. with patch three, we implemented a change that was primarily intended to bring down the effects of multiple overlapping hotspots, especially on rarer commodities such as low temperature diamonds. We're currently looking at data from the live game to determine the actual impact that is it is having, and we'll review this based on our projections. If the data does not meet our expectations, we will be making changes accordingly. Tritium. One of the most noted points of feedback we've seen so far is, is that the rarity of tri tritium has been negatively impacted. We'd like to make it clear that any negative impact on locating and mining tritium is unintentional, and the intention is for tritium to remain as accessible as it was prior to patch 3. Um, limited purchasing on fleet carriers. Fleet carrier purchase orders are now limited to a maximum number of 2 billion credits. This was omitted from the patch notes, and we apologize for any confusion this has caused. And um, the console players will get a small update tomorrow around midday. This update won't contain any noticeable changes, but lays the groundwork for future bug fixes. Uh, we've been listening. appreciate all your feedback. You're listening and watching, and appreciate your patience and support. So it seems like they're going to fix the tritium issue, which I'm all for them fixing right. tritium because... It's, it's fueling your fleet carrier. It should be relatively easy. Like, yeah, that was there should be accident. some work involved. Right, right. There definitely should be some work involved, but I don't think it should be um, punishing. Right, punishing. That's the pro that's the perfect word for it. But it looks like these hotspot changes to like LTDs and void opals and whatnot. It looks like that stuff's going to be staying. So what does this actually mean? Well, this actually means that the total price of a lot of our, the total value of the sale of minerals has kind of dropped. So uh, LTDs, which were cruising around 1.5, 1.6, 1.7 million, uh, just went and looked, and they are down as of, you know, the time that we're recording this. Whenever you're listening to it, it might change, of course. But the time we're recording this, Void Opals are worth 1.3. LTDs are worth 1.3. Looks like they went up. Um, yeah. 1.39 and 1.30, just, just right behind Void Opals. Yeah. And uh, then you got Benetoite. I can't say that word. Benetoite, Painite, Muscovite. Uh, Serendibite, Grandadarite, and Alexandrite, all above the half a million a, a ton mark. Um, so all of this means is that the it's going to be a little more, well, okay, we'll just say it. They nerfed mining. But mining needed a nerf. You shouldn't be able to make half a billion credits in an hour. So 
Uh, I went. No, go ahead. I, I want to. I want to jump to the beginning because I was taking care of my son there and wasn't available to be speaking. Uh, okay. A part of the nerf, because mining did need to be slowed down a bit. A part of that nerf was they patched that you can run commodities out of a station. And because I'm the BGS guy, I'm going to tie that to the BGS real quick. Uh, that only counts for every 10-minute market tick. Now, I'll come back to the tritium in a second. So you can still go to those high sell systems, but by the time you get docked and you're trying to sell, they might have filled their, their quota again. So you may have to wait for a secondary tick and then just have to be on it. Like you're trying to like buy tickets for Comic-Con. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Tritium stuff, they've already issued an apology and they are going to be patching. They accidentally inversed where the commodities, commodities in a hotspot should be doubled. They're actually reduced by half. Yeah. Uh, and because the, the market part is a BGS thing, right now NR is tracking a whole bunch of tritium for only 4,000, but it's at a bunch of different stations with only one available. That's, that, is also, <laughs> that is also a bug that they do intend to patch soon, TM. Yeah. So in the middle of all this, I reached out to Dubs. And Dubs was cool enough to go run. Um, he ran a, uh, he took his crate out and he found a, a single non overlapping uh, LTD hotspot and he went mining. And in 44 minutes, he uh, filled up his 128 ton crate with 31 tons of Alexandrite, 47 tons of uh, LTDs, 15 void opals. 18 grandadarite and 17 tritium. Now he does say that he passed up um, about 10 SSDs in order to save room for the more valuable cargo. A tritium. Uh, he passed up tritium deposits and ended yeah. up venting like 30 into space or something. Yeah. So total for that cell um, was 94 million. If he was able to get to all the stations that actually had those values. Right, right. So um, even if you took half of that, that's still 50 million an hour. Uh, which, you know, if you have a fleet carrier that's and you have it completely decked out, that's over half of a weekly uh, uh, upkeep. So that's basically two weeks of upkeep. Um, yeah. So, um, and then you could actually, you know, park these things and be smart about, you know, store them in your LT, in your fleet carrier and go sell them otherwise. Um, if you don't have a fleet carrier yet, or if you're not looking to get a fleet carrier and you're just trying to get some money saved up, it's still possible to make some good money here. Um, I remember running rares and getting like a 50,000 credit profit. I thought that was a good, good profit. I was like, oh man, that's good. That's good. Back in my day. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. We walked through the snow uphill to school every day, both ways uphill. I still That's... bought our Corvette before the mining rush. <laughs> exactly. I did. I, I, I bought the Corvette and A-rated it before there was a mining rush. Okay. Uh, uh, these fixes, just my comments on it here just real yeah. quick. I, I, I like that they – well, I like and I don't like it. It was neat to have these places where a bunch of people are – Converging, then you got you know Boran chat and all that stuff going on. But it was just kind of silly that that's where you had to go. You know the meta was so meta. You know right. there were a, a couple places where everybody had to go. This to me says that you won't feel you know obligated or forced to go to these specific places to mine. Now you can find your secret little hidey hole mining place and go. Because Dubs made another run, you know, at a void opal hot spot, and he got. What, mm-hmm. 49 low-temperature diamonds and 78 void opals in 48 minutes, you know? And at that mm-hmm. sale price, that was $150 million in less than an hour. So, you know, I, 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 for one, really, really like this. Makes it more realistic. Makes it so you're mining for more stuff. You're accumulating. You know, you don't have to be specifically going after all of one commodity, which to me blew my mind that, you know, the price in the whole galaxy didn't just drop right. in the dirt with everybody selling low temperature diamonds. Now, you know, it, it spreads it out. Uh, finding the right station to sell and getting the timing might be a bit more of a challenge now, but got to wait and see how that shakes out, especially, you know, it sounds like they're going to be making minor tweaks as we go forward, especially to fix the tritium thing. Because, yeah, you definitely can't make tritium harder that would just that just seems ridiculous but they did acknowledge that that was not intended and they are going to fix that but otherwise i really really approve of this change mm-hmm. well let's look okay tracks let me have your thoughts man go ahead before i chime in <laughs> okay yeah I, the spirit of the changes i super like uh as it was you know, funny to see everyone in one system or two systems really, because it'd be like whatever the hot new mining system was plus whatever the hot cell system was that week or day or whatever. Um, other than that, funniness, it was irritating. And plus with the, all the fleet carriers all in one system, it was insane. And the game would freak out. I, I would be in my headset and it would like pinwheel for a while because the server was just freaking out so much. And that's really disturbing. Um, so, oh boy. So here's the thing. Um, there, I think the changes they implemented are, are buggy and weird. Um, Dub's got good numbers. Uh, I've been out in a Void Opal hotspot having entirely opposite results. Uh, I'll tell you what, I can find tons of tritium. Tritium is everywhere. But I have a I've been out here for that, my guy. <laughs> Well, my carrier needs some dog. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> I've been out here the entire podcast and I've found, I've gotten five Alexandrite, 16 Void Opals, and eight Granditerite. I'm in a Void Opal hotspot. And I found 65 tons of tritium. Um, also, I think some buggy stuff is going on because I keep like shooting a prospector at asteroids and having it say that it's depleted. Now, I'm not doing lasers. I'm just doing cores and subsurface, and I'm finding asteroids that are depleted already. Um, I don't know what's up with that. I also, I have broken three void opal cores so far tonight, and 
uh, only one of them, uh, I could actually hit the um, surface deposits inside. So I just cracked one. I cracked one a while ago, and I'm shooting the abrasion blaster ravenously at the spots, and they're invincible. They're invincible surface deposits. So the only thing I got out of it were the, the couple that were floating around, and everything else is just sitting there. Um, I logged to menu to see if that would fix it, and then I flew around for a while some more, and I just cracked one now, like, as I started talking, and there's, uh, there's like, a, a dozen void opal <clears throat> surface deposits that are invincible. So, game's pretty pretty bugged right now, not, ha- not having similar results. So, I don't know, I'm... Thinking, I'm thinking it's it's more than just we got our numbers slightly wrong. There's there's some other background stuff going on here that might not be so easy to see. Interesting. Should we have had a well? Hey, go ahead and do your your take on things, bud. It's definitely steps in the right way, but there are a couple of uh, for for what I've had minor bugs. Uh, obviously, Mr. Trax here is getting some moderate bugs, but it's. It's going in the right way to, to balance. It's going more towards the right way, towards a balanced economy. I'm trying to tiptoe into that. <laughs> what are you afraid of? Uh, people going on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> So, so here, all right. Um, I think we all kind of agree that uh, mining needed some sort of balance pass because it felt very, it made the value of things really seem small. And um, I mean, when you can earn a, a vet in 20 minutes or in a, yeah, in 20 minutes in a uh, LTD hotspot, then what's the real value of a vet? Um, it, it, it takes away from the uh, awesomeness of it. If you can earn a fleet carrier in two weeks of farming LTDs, then what's the real value of having an L, a, a fleet carrier? So I think we're, mm-hmm. we're all pretty much on the mindset that it definitely needed a balanced pass. That being said, I feel like the, the happy number is about a million per ton of anything of I mean you could flex around a little bit surely surely uh, Alexandrite should not be as valuable as void opals but um, yeah well I mean it was the sort of the stated premise that the the hierarchy of, of the mining like the different things you have to do for mining the complicated ones that require some finesse and skill and learning the mini game should pay better right Right. That was the stated goal. So it seemed like this was kind of moving in that direction, right? Because the thing that seems to be most impacted by overlaps is the laser mining. And that was kind of what was pushing it so over the top. Because if you're in a regular hotspot, even before, the laser was not going to be your best bet. That's not what was going to get you the money the fastest. It was the min-maxing right. of finding these overlaps. And so that's that's the goal of what was fixed. So. You know, we agree, right? The goal of what they're talking about is correct. Yeah. You, you shouldn't mm-hmm. need to be watching Netflix while mining. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, 
so so correct me if I'm wrong, like the order of, of difficulty should be surface mining and then subsurface deposit mining and then core mining and then invincible uh, uh, <laughs> Invincible spot. surface deposits. Yeah, yeah that should definitely yeah. pay the best. Yeah, yeah. So you can actually crack one of those. That's your that's your ten billion. Yeah. <laughs> I just no, found another one. We'll see. It's only the void opals that won't be that they can't be harmed. I got the alexandrite, so I just found another alexandrite core, and this one's probably going to work fine. Stupid cheap mineral. It's uh, five hundred eighty-three thousand right now, man. So. Yeah. Well, void I, opals are one point four almost. The, the thing that kind of bothers me about this patch, and maybe maybe I'm thinking about this wrong. Yeah, this was a bug patch, but we didn't we didn't get a chance to really test this patch. And I kind of feel like if they're going to make these great big sweeping changes to mining, which is clearly a volatile subject for people, um, and maybe I don't know if it even really should be. Um, I I. Well, this this comes off though as something that's more like the the proverbial knobs we talk about or the figurative knobs. You know, we, we never talk about literal knobs. It seems like them trying to just kind of turn the knobs a little bit, and it just got all out of whack. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the thing I've been seeing a lot about people about this is is people. Uh, saying, well, you know, like there was this chart I saw on Reddit where people were like, you clearly see where people stopped playing today because of like the whole nerf to mining and crap and like the Steam tracking thing, which I don't know how accurate that is because that's actually a third-party website. Uh, but it's, you know, it's pretty clear that the number of players dipped down for this and it's like, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's titled Why Frontier Why? And I'm like, I don't I don't think they did this to really hurt anybody. I think they did this well, to fix things because well, mining has been kind of broken a little bit. Hold on. Like, uh, okay, that's that's terrible, right? Like, so there are that the insinuation here is that there are people who just mine, right? Um, mm-hmm. So... If mining is that much fun for you that you will play the game to mine, but if you can't mine, you won't play the game, what difference does it make how much money you make from mining? It doesn't cost a lot to make a mining ship. What on earth are you spending your money on if there's nothing else in the game you want to do besides mine? Mining is not as good or messed up for a few days. Maybe try combat, the thing that everybody wants to do so bad that they think it should pay as much as mining. Give me a break. That's a that's a ridiculous thing to say. I want to know who posted that so I can slap them in the mouth. <laughs> I'll, I'll and Jan Tracks can be reached on our yeah. Discord <laughs> at Jan Tracks. <laughs> Come at me, bro. That's a dumb thing to say. Well, I, I went looking at the stats right now, and on Steam, uh, Elite Dangerous is seventy first far as number of people online right now in the game. There's seven thousand people online on Steam in the game. And I don't are these days? Yeah, these are days. So if you go past, if you go look at the last four days, it has dropped. But I mean, that's that's not even a real thing because that's like you know, we had an election this week. You know, there's a bunch of stuff going on this week. Um, so 
I don't know if how you really even judge some of that, but you can clearly tell where Saturday and Sunday are because they spike up on the days and the five little bars in between. I don't really even see this as a great big downturn. It looks like it's just kind of mellowing out a little bit. Um, yeah, it it just looks like the you know the slow taper you have since fleet carriers went. The peaks are just a little bit lower each week than they were previous. Yeah, I don't I don't see any real. Yeah. Any real doubt regression to the mean. It's 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 a little weird. It's it, the thing. My point with bringing this up though was that there's a lot of people saying they broke the game. They broke the game. They didn't break. Okay, maybe they broke the game. Pat like with bug wise, but they didn't break the game as far as like the game itself of of mining. I mean, it's going to be a little harder. Yes, it's going to be a little harder. And I say, and harder is not even the right word. It's going to take a little more time. Yeah, it's going to take a little more time. Um, but it doesn't mean it's broken. It doesn't mean it's 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 not going to work. It doesn't mean it's going to be horrible. It's just different. It's just going to be. I mean, God. I mean, it took me almost. It took me about six months of running missions and running cargo to get enough money to buy a freaking fleet or buy a freaking uh uh. Uh, Corvette back in the day, I couldn't even a rate the damn thing. I didn't have actually didn't even have enough money to to buy the rebuy on it. But I mean that shows how <laughs> messed up mining was though. Is is credits were that easy? I mean we're all pitching in you know billions to help people buy well hundreds of millions anyway. I think I you know donated what one point six billion last week, one point seven billion to help a couple people get fleet carriers just because yeah. I could, you know, and Dubs is out there donating just tons of credits to people because he's out mining and he, he was making, you know, five hundred million credits an hour. It just credits didn't mean anything. They needed to adjust it. To be fair, Dubs hasn't given out very many credits. He's just handed out whole loads of diamonds. Yeah. So, so Deb's contribution has just dropped in value considerably. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. We're going to have to go yell at him. Quit being so cheap. God. Yeah. F, F Dev, stop making your patches make Dubs look like a chump. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> it's, Dubs is going to hunt you down. <laughs> it's, um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm the first one that usually will criticize someone if they did something, uh, that I don't like or whatnot. But, um, man, this thing, this mining stuff, has been going a little crazy for quite a while. And FDEV has a number that they are aiming to get um, as far as uh, like the amount of the rate of income. They have a rate of income that they're aiming to get and or they're aiming for people to be able to earn. And um, they're, they're trying to set it at that. That's what they're doing. And, uh, it's okay if it's a process. Yeah. It's, it's in all of this crap is, you know, they're preparing us for Odyssey. That's what they're doing. And that may not us, but maybe they're pre- preparing things for Odyssey is what they're doing. And um, I don't know. I just think that it's, I, I feel like it's, I mean, pictures like this where they have like the Nerf logo over over a bunch of ships shooting up freaking mining core uh, or surface mining. Yeah, surface mining should be nerfed. It's too damn easy. <laughs> It was terrible. Yeah. Who thought was that was fun? Ridiculous. Um, I mean, maybe doing it with your friends and stuff. Okay. But God, I, I, I this is how I watched the, the entire office series. I, I, I sit there and 
okay, this one's depleted. Move it to the next one. And what? I mean, that's what I did. That's Especially not, that's the, not playing the bonus game. you that's get in a wing that doesn't happen yeah. for the other more interesting kinds of mining. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I, I think the subsurface mining, those doing the subsurface mining deposits, I think those are great. Like where you have to time out the release mm-hmm. and stuff. That is the fun that's hard. shit right there. Um, I, mean, that, I think that's more fun than core mining. Um, eh, I mean, it's it's fun, but it's core mining is so much cooler. Yeah, I, I like. I think I think it's in a good spot to do both. It's not that hard to outfit a ship for both. That's what I'm doing right now, and you know, it's a good uh, it's a good balance. I just you know, the laser was dull and it didn't it didn't um, feel very good. That's yeah. stupid. To me, I don't know. And, whatever. It's still the there. Other thing about this, <laughs> yeah. The other thing about this is that um, I hope this fixes having you know seven hundred fleet carriers around the same planet in a star system. Uh, yeah. I mean, I looked out at that hip four three five one hotspot and got a parking spot early, and man, I didn't want to leave the parking spot. Like I had a great <laughs> parking spot. You know, I told you I was parking. <laughs> I was the asshole up on Wal- the curb of Walmart, you know, and yep. and I've already left it. You know, I'm back in Bumber and, you know, now my fleet carrier can be useful again. But, man, you know, it. it I didn't like being out there. I was like, I want to go play with my friends, but I'm leave my parking spot. I mean, that's not gameplay. Come on. I mean, yeah, I, I, that's know. another thing that uh, I hope that this does get carriers spread out around the galaxy more. And when you have, you know, buy st- you know high prices at enough different stations that everybody isn't going to the same station to sell to because it, it was right. ridiculous I, I i everybody has to admit when you looked at a system map and there were so many fleet carriers it was just asinine it was crazy how long it took it to load and everything yeah for sure it was stupid so the last thing i want to say about this and then i'm gonna let you guys just talk about this as much as y'all want um, I kind of feel like I, I okay. Well, let me ask you guys this before I get into that. Should we have got a a a beta on this? Absolutely. No, you can't do betas for stuff this small. I, I agree. A little, this is a little any, numbers tweak. Any player testing would have prevented the 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 very large bug that has the DSSA frozen in route. Yeah, but for a, a, when you're just trying to tweak numbers a little bit to run a week-long beta, hope that people mm-hmm. step away from their mining to go play in a beta to see if mining is going to be the same. I, I don't know. I, I, I prefer something like this, just thrust it on the players and then figure it out after. It's, it's so, hard. Imagine the resource sink of setting up a beta. That This is all, I mean, this is weeks of dev time. Imagine that. So you know, between is, between now and Odyssey. This is kind of what I think. It may, so I hear what you're saying, hate, about a beta, but here I'm going to disagree with you. Um, the deal with it, with, with them doing a beta on this and in regards to the DSSA, I would challenge that by saying how many of those DSSA guys are going to hop over into the beta and then mine Tritium to be able to answer to FDEV, is it still working? Because I bet you very few of them would because they're going to be concentrating on getting their carrier where, they, where they're supposed to be. 
So that is a very uh, solid argument at the DSSA facet of it. But even right. it, it really feels like they didn't even do internal testing on this. Um, the, it always seems that way, doesn't it? <laughs> the the thing I'll say about that because I've actually asked uh, uh, community managers when we've interviewed them about. Uh, I don't think I did it live because they couldn't really talk about it, but I did ask them, um, like, kind of, you know, do you got, you know, what's y'all's internal testing process? And and one of the things they did say that I can say is that, um, you know, they 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 definitely have a, a testing process that they go through, but you know, they employ 500 people, and not all of them are working on Elite, versus the thousands of people play this game. There's only so many things that they can test. Um, and it's a very small sample. A good example is like what we did tonight with dubs where, yes, we have some very good numbers from dubs, but that's also dubs because, you know, dubs is kind of a ridiculously good pilot. And to go along with that, um, it's a, it's a very small sample. I mean, we're talking about 256 tons of ore mined versus the thousands or millions of tour of tons of ore I mined daily. Um, so when you, just like with anything, if you take a little bit of data and say, okay, well, this is factual, well, it may not be if once you extrapolate it out over the millions and millions of times and be like, well, in these small instances, yes, it is factual. So they may have tested it and said, yeah, the tritium income looks good. And then once they got it out and extrapolated it out, like, oh yeah, that's actually bad. We shouldn't have done that because we didn't extrapolate it out. Well, they can't. Yeah, maybe they should have ran a beta to say, guys, test this. But with everything going on right now in the game, I don't feel like enough players would have gone over and played in the beta for them to be able to get enough data to be able to say, yes, this is broken. Yes, this is working. Yeah, and, that's what, that's what uh, I'm saying. Is, is you, wouldn't yeah. have, you, you need, uh, on something like this, you need as much data as possible. And the best way to do it is just throw it on the live server. Because I mean, this this is obviously this isn't affecting anybody's combat. Their exploration. Well, sorry, DSSA. <laughs> you know, it, it is messing with you guys right now. <laughs> um, but you know, um, you know, BGS stuff. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just you, you want as much data as possible, and you're tweaking numbers. And, and I think just throwing it on the live server was the way to go. Yeah. Um- they they get it fixed in the next week and nobody's going to remember this. It's not like when you know the September update that it seemed to break everything. I mean, you couldn't engineer your ships for Christ's sake. You know it, that was different. Yeah, the September update was a great big debacle that they should have uh, beta tested. Yeah, and that's why they brought back beta testing is because, because of that debacle. Because it was it was a major thing that touched on all kinds of aspects of the game. This is like yeah, touched on every aspect. Yeah. Right. Now, um, here's the follow. Here's my follow-up argument to that. So, Trax is experiencing a clear bug in the game where, uh, after you blow up that the void opal, uh, you can't uh, hit the surface deposits with your abrasion blaster. They're indestructible. Yeah, we're we're about to test that again, by the way. So, you know, a good argument, you know, there would be, you know, did they test? Uh, internally, did they test uh, uh, core mining? And if they did test core mining, 
Um, why did they not notice this? Is it just now, is it just a situation where uh, there's something with Trax's setup that's just that way? Is it something about the ship he's using and then maybe it's the slot he's using? And that's just, it, you know, if, if you know, like I said, the knobs turned and numbers, this shows that it wasn't that simple. You know, if, if right, you're yeah. getting bugs like this, it definitely, that there is something else going on. But yeah. I don't know. But, so, you know, you can make a good argument either way there as far as, like, actually discovering bugs. But as far as, like, figuring out the rate at which you earn ore, I don't think the 100 or, I mean, if they have 100 people working on this game. And they have, we'll just say they have 80 people assigned to Odyssey. Because um, that's probably where the, the lion's share of the people are right now. If you had those 20 people testing this game, you're not going to get a big enough sample size to be able to say the rate of tritium is fine, the rate of void opals are fine. You're just not. And it would really be a waste of their time to, to beta test it or to do a big beta test. I'm sure they did a small small beta test. but uh, Yeah, void opal core is still invincible. Hmm. So That's it's the weird. third one. Alexandrite works fine. <laughs> so I guess I'm maybe- off to the issue tracker. Yeah, but make sure you submit a uh, a deal on that. So, but anyway, um, last thoughts on all of this. I'm gonna start with you, Hate. Serious steps in the right way. Uh, yeah, maybe they didn't need a beta, but maybe they also should have seen some of these bugs during internal testing. Okay. I can't disagree on either one. I, I think you got a good point. So, yeah, I just don't Cheers. know what the difference is between internal testing and what happens. I mean, what what unpredictable things can happen? Can they really have a, a server mirror there that will behave the same way? You know, and if they really could, then why would any bugs like this happen? So, I think it's it's it might be just some unavoidable thing that you just need bodies. It's the only way to get around it. I very deeply agree. Chigurnowski? Uh I've never been called that before. Um, yeah, that's a fun <laughs> one, man. I I will agree with everything that everybody else said and say um uh Ooga Booga. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> well, my last thing I'll say on it is this is um, if you're really that upset about mining, take a deep breath and come up with a good reason why. Um, because if you can't see that, uh, aside from the tritium thing, because I agree with people on the tritium thing, uh, but aside from the tritium thing, if you can't agree that uh, balancing or that mining needed a balance pass of some kind, and I still think it could probably do another balance pass. Um, I think that uh, what they've done is fine. I might change my tune whenever I actually have time to go start to mine and then realize I'm going to be broke in a year. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we'll cross our bridge when we get there. So, but right. I I'm also confident that uh, Frontier Frontier made it very plain and clear with the whole beta process with fleet carriers. 
where they um, they released what they thought felt right, and then th- they listened. You know, players played with it. They said, "This is a mess. Please don't." And <laughs> some people went even further and screamed and said, "Don't effing do this!" and et cetera. And um, yeah, we ended up with what we have now, which is great fleet carriers aside from the really strange I have to have a type nine to fuel my fleet my fleet carrier issue but anyway <laughs> uh, the fuel transfer hose ships gets gets a lot of use is all I got to say but we um we we I had to look at my phone there sorry we uh <laughs> We tend to freak out over nothing sometimes as a as a um, as a society, and uh, maybe the sky's not falling because they've adjusted mining a little bit. Maybe maybe things aren't as bad as as you know people think they are, and um, I think that we just need to kind of calm down. If you come up with a very good reason as to why uh, the Mining income needed to stay where it was. Besides, I just wanted the money. Uh, and if there's like a like a good reason, like 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 you can say, hey, this is better for the economy, and here or the game economy, and here's the reasons why, and it's better for Frontier as a company. Here's the reasons why. Man, email us. Talk to me in Discord. Let us know. Um, message me in Discord. Uh, and then, like I said, I'll I'll read them. And we'll we'll talk about it. We'll bring this back up next week, and we'll we'll go through it. Uh, because if you got a good argument, besides I just liked having that much money, I mean, I bring it on. I would love to. I would love to know it. So anyway, um, that's all I got. Chig, you have a note down here for Judas Priest. I, actually, just uh, there's two little tidbits. You know how I like to throw it up pop culture crap in there. It's usually movie um, anniversaries and stuff. They're just, this is just like a dead week in history for movies apparently because there was nothing too interesting that came out this week. So I started like looking for something else and I had seen the Apollo 11 launch was today and I, you know, I was going to mention that, but you beat me to that. There, there were there were a couple of little things in music history that were interesting on this exact date. One mm-hmm. This one's kind of funny. In 1996, the Sultan of Brunei, for his 50th birthday party, paid Michael Jackson $15 million to throw him a concert. He let 60,000 people attend it for free. What? Uh, Yeah, the Sultan of Brunei paid Michael Jackson $15 million to perform a concert. Royalty in the Middle East are often far more philanthropic than you'd expect. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I, 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 th- I found that interesting. And the other one was uh, in 1990, Judas Priest went on trial. Their trial started today. Uh, they were being sued uh, for causing the death of two teenage boys who had entered a suicide pact because of subliminal messages hidden in the song, Better By You, Better Than Me. The case ended up getting dismissed. Uh, you know, it ran for over a month. Uh, before it was determined that it was just an accidental recording oddity. There were no subliminal messages. Hmm. Interesting. Do you know how to put uh, subliminal messages into recordings tracks? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I know how I would attempt it. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I've never so, tried to do that before. So you need to get a subliminal message into our into our uh, podcast uh, mentioning okay. come to the Discord. <laughs> no, buy merch from our loosescrewsed.com merch store. See, you're always thinking yeah. bigger than me. I, I like I like what he said. Do that instead. Right on. So then from there, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll just shoot right into the cheese because then we end up rambling after that anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, well, actually, I had one quick thing okay. I want to mention. So um, so next week uh, on July 20th, there's two big things happen. One, July 20th is the 51st anniversary of the moon landing. But also that day is uh, Saturn's opposition. Um now, if you know what the, the opposition of a planet is, it's it's when the Earth flies between us, like a larger planet and the sun, and the planet is like, you know, closest to Earth and it's brightest. It's it, like it looks really bright because of the way it, it, the sun and the, the Earth and all that cast on it. Well, I guess it doesn't really cast on it. But anyway, the way the sun casts on it, it looks really bright. So if you've never seen Saturn through a telescope, you can see the rings. Like even with a cheap telescope, you can see the even the good pair of binoculars, you can see the rings. It's amazing. It's the closest I've ever had to a religious experience. Uh, the first time I saw it through a telescope, and you can see the rings, and it's 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 incredible. So next Monday, July twentieth, um, at twenty two hundred UTC, that is when the opposition will be perfect. That is the it'll be visible all night. It's is when it'll be at its best. Take some time to go out and see it. I've already got plans to go do it with uh, a girlfriend's daughter. She had never seen it before. She's 15. She saw it this week for the first time. She completely freaked out. We're going to do it again Monday night, and it's going to look really freaking cool. So yeah, I I've encourage heard, everybody to do that. So I, I have a pretty decent telescope. My daughter wanted one a few years ago for I think it was her birthday and we would bring it camping and stuff. And that first time looking at Saturn and actually seeing that the rings was super cool. But for me, it was cooler uh, seeing the Galilean moons around Jupiter. The first time mm-hmm. you, you see those, it's surprising how far away from Jupiter there were, you know, I expected it would be like right up close. And I'm like, that, that was, that was super cool to me. Space is just awesome. That's why we play this game. Mm hmm. Yeah, the oppos- the opposition to Jupiter happened on the fourteenth. So, but Jupiter still looks really bright right now. Like you yeah. should you should oh, definitely yeah. go try to see it. You can see the you can see the Jovian moons. You can um, with a good telescope if you time it out right. You can actually see the shadow of some of the moons on the surface of Jupiter. And you can if you well, yeah, it's a trip. If you look at the time, I can't remember what the time it is, but if you time it out right, you got a good enough telescope, you can actually see the red, the uh, the big red spot. So, anyway, um, that's all I had. Do do the cheese chat thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> do the cheese chat thing. All right. Uh, this week, uh, I'm going with uh, a Gouda cheese. I'm going with this because somebody brought up Gouda in the in in Chig Chat over the course of the week. And I'm like, God damn it, I do love Gouda. And he mentioned a, a like a Dutch spiced version, and I'm like, I, I don't even know what that is. And it, apparently it's seasoned with cumin. And that's one of those things like SpaceX to me. You can't say something tastes like cumin because then people think you're a cannibal, most likely. But uh, <laughs> Gouda is definitely 
an amazing cheese and you can get it in a smoked version or apparently one that tastes like human and and uh, go enjoy some gouda this week stay cheesy everybody all right that's about all i got for this episode um tracks you got anything else buddy uh nothing at all nothing at all try not to lose your head yeah um (laughs) hey you got anything else man don't fly without rebuy. <laughs> Has mining fallen that far that we're worried about rebuys again? There are some uh, new commanders that may. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 some there's some commanders that have purchased a uh, fleet carrier recently. They're scratching around going, man, you got any more of them credits? Wow, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nice. Alright. Alright. I'm into the show. That's it, y'all. I'll see we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Okay.